Soft Extreme. Whether you need an AEG rifle, a gas blowback rifle, or a gas blowback pistol, Airsoft Extreme is the place to go. Try them out and to buy them. Airsoft Extreme carries all the major brands of guns, tactical gear, BBs, whatever it is you need to play, go to Airsoft Extreme. So the only thing you need to remember is AirsoftExtreme.com. Dr. Airsoft's here. He's done a number of online blogs about uh, iPro safety gear, airsoftmedicine.com. So, yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah! Who's missing their field uh, guard? Hey, good morning. This is uh, Arnie from Arnie's Airsoft. Uh, I never start my morning without listening to and watching Airsoft Medicine. He's back. Dr. Airsoft with Rangemaster Larry on Airsoft Medicine, this very special two-part yes. uh, October Airsoft Medicine because we went to Operation Irene. Thanks to G&G and, of course, always thanks to our regular sponsors, Airsoft, uh, Airsoft Extreme and Spartan Imports, who make the podcast possible. And you were talking about when we left off on the last podcast, when the strikers came up, oh yeah, and they they got you, they 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 shot the heck out of me. But mostly uh, because I was using a pistol. There's a there's a strange phenomena when uh, on a force on force thing. For some reason, a lot of a lot of stuff hits the gun hand because you know that's where the 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 well, other that's shooters the threat. eyes. That's the threat. That's where people's eyes tend to go, and that's where they tend to shoot. So the knuckles of my support hand, I'm a right-hander, so my that, you know my master grip is the right hand, the support hand, my left hand, got uh, a bunch of BBs, and my entire left arm got shot up pretty good. Um, we don't have the aftermath. They, they looked like nothing at the time. Later, there's a lot of pooling of, of blood. There's this bruising at the elbow. I had a really interesting phenomena. The two, you, you saw them the next day and said, oh, those are obviously, you know, from the same gun, and they looked like they were made something firing at the same level of energy. And I said, "Yeah, that was." They looked identical. Yeah. They they they, they didn't hurt, but I was one of them itched, and I absentmindedly itched it. You know, like like a mosquito bite. It knocked this what looked it turned out to be a little scab on top of it, and I cannot believe how freely it bled. Do you, can you explain that? Are you taking aspirin? No, I think it was the. The, the blood that had pooled up, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, it, if it's it was, a day it was later, oxygenated, yeah. If it's a day later, it shouldn't be. No. But anyway, I mean, I, it, I was able to plug it up and, you know, I didn't have to call a corpsman or anything. No, no tourniquet was necessary. But <laughs> Scarecrow. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Scarecrow was our That's corpsman. True. He did it. He did an able job running around. Did, did you see him on the video where he, where he, uh, does me on the, yeah, yeah. when he they call the, for the medic? It medic you. Yeah. Yeah. We, the Hajis didn't get any, uh, any medics. Now, they didn't want, and a little, here's a dirty little secret for you guys who were assaulting the building. They wanted it to last long enough to be interesting. They didn't want it to go down fast. So a bunch of us on top, uh, we had been picked off by snipers early. I mean, we, we got decimated. And one of the umpires came up and says, okay, everybody that's on the roof who's wearing a dead rag right now, you're alive again. And there was, there was you know, a dozen of us up there. Yay. And we start shooting again, but yeah. the next time a little frustrating to us on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it was, but you know, the achieve the objective. 
Now, speaking of being on the ground, I, I, I should point out, I don't know that just any gun would have allowed me to reach up there that high because that G and G I was using, I, I'm looking on their website here and I think I found which one yeah. it was. I think it was, does this look like it to you? The, uh, yeah. TR 16 carbine, which has the, the blowback. Yeah. I was, I, I turned up the, uh, I, I went too far with the hop up. I, uh -huh. I turned all the way up, uh, but it didn't go, you know, too upward the BB trajectory. It just allowed it to really have range, and it allowed me to get up there on, uh, where you were on that seven-story building. What was your experience with your uh, G and G? Well, there was a rooftop uh, far off of mine, and I, I you know, I'm, I'm horrible at estimating distances, but folks who were on that rooftop will remember this. That particular rooftop that we had a commanding view of. I think you're talking about Building Seven. It might have been Building Seven. It had no cover. You know, you come up the ladder and they're shooting at you. Yes, from, you come up, you come up a ladder. Four. You can only go up single file, and it's a it's a man sized hole. It's just a square hole, just big enough, a little bit bigger than a person's shoulders, to come up and out. But while you're doing that, you're well, you're extremely vulnerable. And then even if you got to the top, there's no there's no place to hide. There's no no cover. So I was just up there shooting guys as they came through the the hole. You know, until they went, one guy just yells down to another, don't even bother, right? It's like, just get you. It's just a kill just zone. It's horrible. You, and you don't know where it's coming from yeah. because you're just coming out of this hole. What I got shot from uh, a couple times was that little uh, structure that looks like a bunch of Connex boxes stacked. Yeah, the Connex building. Yeah, the Connex building. Guys could shoot from little, through little slits there. They were tough to see. But to, to back to your question, the, uh, the, the gun that G&G &G gave me to use had had some pretty serious range and it was darned accurate. I was I was uh, I wish I knew which right, model it was, it was, it was some type of an M4. Did it you, was did yours have the electric blowback? No, uh, no, it did not. It was uh, um, it was an M4 platform. I can describe it. The the foregrip had the uh, the the rails, tactical rails, uh, top, bottom, left, and right, and it had one of those broomstick foregrips. Uh, I didn't have it tricked out with any you know extra frou frou because. You know, I tend not to use the sights. That's it right there. That was it? That was it. You just had it on the website. It was, uh, it, that's the desert colored one, but mine was black. And that's called the. Where, it, where's the name on it? I don't know. The, right there. The TR-15 Raider XL? Yeah, yeah. Or darn close to it. I don't remember that pistol grip being there. Oh well, okay. We, well, we're we're doing something that our, our uh, listeners can't see anyway. That's so. true. We're, we're... But but the the newer um, GT line that's the Top Tech line. Yeah. The G and G Top Tech line uh, M4 models essentially yes. is what Both, each of us yes, had. They were the t in uh, the Top Tech line, and mine had the the blowback. Yeah, and, and mine did not, and yours so, did not. Yeah. And boy, I, I just turned the hop up all the way up, and, and uh, because I wanted as much range as I could get, and I I. I wasn't using the sights in the scheme at all. Oh, um, I was just going by where'd the last BB go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little Kentucky windage because yeah. we were running with the, Kentuckyana. We were running with windage. Kentuckyana windage. That's right, Cam windage. I, I was so, uh, vulnerable to ground fire too from even up there on the seventh. You know, you present a smallish yeah. target, but I, I could see you know see BBs whipping by my head from down below. Now, were any of the guys around you using those um, air guns? You know, the, I, I didn't really notice. I, di I didn't notice that, but I did have a couple saw gunners up there. So, oh, that's one of those things. That's why they had it there. Um, or one of the new things they're showing is that they have the the engine that fits in. 
uh, somebody's M249, or yeah. I guess it's the Echo One M240 Bravo and the yeah. M249. Yeah. And somebody's M60, I think it's the A and K, I'm not sure. Yeah. Or, or maybe if it's in all of them, I, the, I don't the saw know. gunners were having the time of their life. Yeah, I'm they were just, you, man, it was just, were... well, the problem was though, when they have those polar stars and those, they run out of their air. Mm. Yeah. Before they'll run so out of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd have to have a backup tank. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that they didn't seem to be daunted by anything. <laughs> they just kept you know. blowing the BBs. Yeah. It but it was, it was a great, uh, it's a great AO, very kinetic, um, Oh, I, I did get to, while I was still in uniform, in, in the regular Delta uniform or the not quite Delta uniform in my military or my, uh, my uh, Marine camps, we did a building entry and that was a, that was a blast. Did you so, see the video of the building entry? No. Okay. The one that you put together? The, yeah. The, there's two videos we put up. One of them was one where you get me and then the other one is a building entry. But here's what's interesting. Um, you know, when I was there at the time, this kind of registered with me, but then, you know, kind of went in and went out sort of thing. Uh, the guy in front of me on my team throws a grenade and then a bunch of BBs, uh, shoot out and he kind of flinches and then he keeps running. Oh, well, you know, if something like that gets on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I think the people who are saying he should call himself out are probably right. Yeah. And at well, the time, the question entered my mind, but I, I, I myself got shot right after that. So, yeah. you know, my mind was kind of somewhere else. People are pretty darn good about calling themselves out. They have to be for the game to have any integrity. I'm glad you say that because somebody wrote in, I, I didn't put up the comment because of some of the language they used, but said something about, uh, you know, that, that was rever- uh, representative of the, sportsmanship i saw that whole weekend and i thought no no not my experience no. in fact yeah people do that at any game but they ask you not to call other, other guys out yeah but i i heard somebody say to me hey you're out but it was one of my teammates and he says um it came from up there he said pointing to a a window and, he says, and it hit you on the boot he says i you know i saw it so i'm like okay i'm i'm, I'm, going. I'm cool I, w- I wouldn't have felt it on my boot yeah but I, I wouldn't call it on another guy, another team. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, so you know, we were good, and and I didn't see anybody lose any temper. You know, I, it was a it was a well run operation and uh, well played by everyone I saw. Somebody called me on something too, and I forgot what it was. Were you there when it happened? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, give me some more detail. Uh, I think we gave him a patch because he caught Doctor Airsoft doing something wrong. Oh yes, but I don't remember what I did. Yes, he did. Uh, did you not have your? Oh, you hadn't put your face mask. Oh, your, uh, no, magazine in the gun. Oh, That's your mag was. was in your gun. He, That's he caught what me it was. with the mag in, in the gun in, at an inappropriate time. Yeah, and I apologize. You're right. You caught me. I shouldn't have done that. So yeah, I gave the guy an airsoft medicine patch because he, he got a safety call on Doctor Airsoft. There you go. Not the first time it's been done. Probably well, not the last. Talk, talking safety. Did you see any uh, anything that would cause you? Uh, well, you know, a lot of people choose not to wear the face yeah. and mouth, and that's, you know, and I at saw this point, we're saying that's your choice. Thankfully, yeah. they make yeah. their kids do it, and I'm glad the younger yeah. ones, I think they're required. Uh, I saw point. a few face injuries that, yeah. I thought, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm pleased with, at that level in the airsoft world, I'm pleased with where we're at. Yeah, yeah, and and I didn't hear, see or hear reported any serious, now, we did have an incident of, uh, what was it, heat, not, uh, heat, heat exhaustion. exhaustion, yeah. yeah. But that happens. Yeah. You know, we, we're dealing with that. We talk about that. Um, there were some close hits. You know, I, you can see the, uh, 
Oh, subungual hematoma on my yeah. fingernail. There, in were, other words, he's got a black fingernail, just like you know when you hit your. That was with probably a very very close shot from yeah. a rifle inside yeah. of a building, but you know that's why we're so into safety because oh you got one too. I've got one of those, but I tell you what, I know exactly where it came from, and it was not a close shot. I was up on the roof of that embassy or that that uh, well we called it an embassy. The, the seventh shot, story and shot from the seventh story shot from the roof of the um connex building and at yep, that distance at that distance now you weren't wearing gloves i was not i was yeah so that's why i'm pretty sure it was a yeah. closer shot on mine but i said well that is a shot my friend <laughs> my hat is off to you <laughs> but if i took my hat off you'd then you'd be out of uniform well and then my my bald head would be exposed and <laughs> That would be hurt. much ugliness. I've been hit in the bald head before. Yeah. It hurt. No, I took a, I took some shots to the head. I could feel those, but my boonie cover protected me. Um, any other closing thoughts? I, you know, we ran into John Liu. Uh, actually. John Liu. Uh, and, you know, in addition to really enjoying the, um, the, the Lion Claws event, uh, he told us about future events some, the 2013 series some upcoming events so why don't we just play the recording why not so this this finishes out uh the 2012 lion claws military simulation series and starting in 2013 you'll have an entire new series how many games are scheduled for next year oh my god <laughs> we're looking at the neighborhood of uh 12 to 14 um that's not counting the roof 66 the whole new series I still try to develop, but getting an adequate AO is always the uh, the biggest challenge. And you have that new event, the uh, team competition that's going to occur in Ontario. W- what's going to happen with that? In that one, we're still working hard on. We got TSA approval. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, Ontario Airport, Ontario, California. It's a line crossing the National Tactical Challenge Operation Takedown. And it'll be fun. Five men teams or five women team, and uh, two airport terminals, tarmac, and a 727 jet. Oh my goodness! Now, so is this a part of the airport that's not being used? One terminal is actually decommissioned. The other terminal is actually live. <laughs> so is it just that there's no flights that day, or what? Uh, we don't know. Um, when the few times we went and did the walkthrough. Their, their flights, uh, in fact, specifically their American Airlines, some of their flights were leaving terminal. So on the tarmac portion, uh, the TSA agents will drive super fast to avoid you know, conflicting with the uh, air traffic control schedule. And uh, they say, no, nah, no problem. You guys can do this. You don't have, we'll have SWAT teams. Then the real SWAT will be on site, uh, K-9 units on site, and TSA agents on site. And uh, they love the plan. We present it, and they thought it was interesting. Oh my goodness. Are they going to participate in the event? Oh, no, no, they won't. They, you know, they have to have real guns and <laughs> standing by. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe some of the off duty guys would do it. But, uh, yeah. So that's, you have that. You have the uh, Route 66 you're continuing to develop. The rest of the games, are they pretty much games that we're already familiar with all over the country? Yes. Well, we're keeping the same names, just changing AOs. Mm-hmm. Um, Rest Storm is going to be the same. We're going back to Scranton, Pennsylvania, I mean, which is a fantastic AO. Um, Norton Light, instead of the steel mill, if everything works out, fingers crossed, we may go to the Kmart World Headquarters in Detroit. The, the, the what? Kmart World oh. Headquarters okay. in Detroit. The Kresge folks. And uh, uh, Lightning Strike, instead of Buffalo, New York, maybe a two-story mall in Milwaukee. 
And so uh, Trey Wynn, most likely the same, going back to Rilea, uh, just with different game design. Uh, Lion Claws, fingers crossed, going back to Victorville with one square mile of homes. Nobody can beat that. Okay. And uh, with Irene, if everything works out well, we should be back at Four Knox for the 20th anniversary of a Gothic Serpent, which is the real Black Hawk Down mission, 1993-2013. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see what happened. Uh, Colonel McKnight had mentioned that it would actually be the 20th anniversary. Yes. And he said something about about the scheduling of it. Yes, something. October 3rd, it's a weekday. Uh, I think it's a Thursday. They're going to have their own celebration okay, or, you know, commemorative event. And then we will probably come in October uh, 4th, which is Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so 4, 5, 6. Uh, it's us when they're up in Combat Training Center. But this is all very uh, preliminary because until uh, it's three months out, you know, it's anybody's guess when it comes to military bases. Yeah. Okay. Besides the Lion Claws Military Simulation Series, which is the premier airsoft game series in the Thank U.S., do you have anything else going on in airsoft? Your hand in other areas of the airsoft industry? Yes, or? we are. Um, due to popular demand, we are looking at bringing back the expo. I didn't think I was going to do it again. The expo that you had it was it Ohio, Ohio or Iowa? Yeah, Ohio. and uh, now we are looking into bringing it to uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in 2013. Okay. And also, we have a new series called Lion Pry, OPLP Operation Lion Pry, meaning one-day events. It's for minors. Uh, father and son, two for one. We always offer that kind of special uh, at our one-day events. And a husband and wife, two for one. Um, you know, we always tell them, hey, you know, bring your wife or your girlfriend. All right. Thanks a lot. We appreciate the time you spent with us. Thank and, you. And appreciate being able to go to the game. Have a safe flight. Thanks. So there you go. Some of those sound pretty darn interesting. That sounds cool. Yeah. What do you say, 727? Uh, yeah, I can't remember which. The, that but the, cool. uh, the a shopping mall. Yeah, that would be. Ever since I saw the Blues Brothers, when that scene where they're just like tear up that shopping mall with the cars and stuff, I've always wanted to <laughs> just, just tear up a shopping. Yes, mall. yes, wreak havoc in a shopping mall. Now, did you know there is a an airsoft field in a shopping mall in Reading, uh, England, in the UK? You yeah. know, and I was there. I was there uh, hanging out. Well, I when I got with to Vic. visit Vic of of um, popular popular airsoft. airsoft. But uh, I didn't have time to do any any playing, and gosh, internationally trying to bring your airsoft gear uh, on a plane, nah, not so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, we have to thank G and G for making it possible for yeah. us to travel and have some guns at the other end to play with. That unhassled us quite a bit. Yeah, so, that was uh, cool. Although we could talk to our listeners about the issues of traveling on the airlines with airsoft guns. Yeah, that's uh, a bit of a safety issue. Yeah. Um, we, we we at least did it with our, our handguns, and they, they treat them as if they're firearms. They have to be in a hard-sided locked case, or the suitcase itself has to be hard-sided and locked. Yeah. Yeah, and so you, you have to declare it, mm-hmm. uh, have the uh, magazines removed, have no ammo with it at all, yep. and hard-sided, and, and they have to be able to unlock it. We both got called. But you have to, this is weird, you have to have the key with you. You are the owner. He has to be in your control. But... If they call you, and they did with us, you've got to present yourself at the at the TSA podium and go with the security people or give them the key, which in this in Indiana, this Indianapolis airport, we did. They went away with our keys. We waited, we waited, we waited. And they came back with our keys and said, okay, you're fine. Yeah, we knew that. But 
it's uh it's an airsoft gun for crying out loud that treat it like a firearm but that you know your luggage is going to make it well that's the thing i was going to mention where where i learned about this it was some photography website that talked about keeping your gear because you're not necessarily insured for damage for photographic or video gear when it flies on an airplane i think there's an exception in what they'll pay for if they damage it and uh it was a professional photographer or videographer and and he had this technique for making sure that his gear gets the other side when an airline carries a firearm they have a a higher level of responsibility with that luggage Uh uh-huh and so they make sure it doesn't get lost because if it were to get lost, they would be responsible for the loss of a firearm. Yeah. And I guess that's a big deal. So this to them. guy puts a firearm in with his photo he gear? He purposely puts in a, he uses a starter pistol, but he said an airsoft gun would work fine. Starter pistol is, is considered for airsoft, for uh, airline purposes, treated just like a firearm. And, and that's what the label says. And we treated our airsoft guns as a firearm yeah. because I wasn't sure if it would be or not. So yeah. we just got, what, I think it was a, a $12 case at Big Five yeah. to put it in. Yeah. And then a little padlock for it. Yeah. And, hey, our luggage showed up on the other side. By golly, it did. <laughs> With cameras. Everything. We did have video cameras. No worries. So a little bit of advice to you. If, if you have airsoft guns that look real and you don't mind paying a couple dollars to have it get to the other side uh, if you need some other stuff to get along with it so now we know how to carry our our rifles because we have that one hard-sided case and we can always get another one if we were to fly to another event so 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 traveling with it like for example a rifle an aeg or something um that presents a only a, a slightly different logistical problem in that you mean with the rifle yes it's in that it's bigger now, you're going to want to put it, it's got to be in a hard-sided case, so you're going to have to get a, a fairly decent case. Here's the other dealio. Even if you're with, say, Southwest, who allows you two pieces of luggage, checked-in luggage without charging you, that, that rifle case will be counted against you as a piece of luggage. So if, you can, if you can get all your gear into something else and your clothing and everything else you need, otherwise, you're probably looking at, at paying the extra $50 uh, I'll call it a fine for here, moving it along. Here, here's how I do it. Rifle goes in the case. Okay. Okay. That's one one uh, check-in baggage. Right. Okay. And then the big UTG tactical bag that yeah. uh, we got through our friend. Foothill Paintball? Yeah. Not Foothill. But uh, <laughs> put all your gear in there, the tack vest and everything inside of that. And then have a backpack as your carry-on or you, whatever carry-on bag you use. With your just civilian clothes that you're going to need for the op. And then go buy underwear at Kmart. Who needs more than what you're already wearing? No, you. this is, you. I set you up the line. You always buy your underwear. I always buy my underwear at Kmart. Always definitely Kmart. Am I supposed to say why? You know, uh, Ray, Kmart sucks. What? No, it's Rain Man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing oh, Rain Man. Rain and you Man, just, Rain Man. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I have not seen Rain Man in so long, except yeah. for that little kid out the window here that I hear during recess. Yeah. He, but, uh, but the movie I don't hear. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's, uh, that, that's your, your travel tips. Be, be careful that, uh, beware that that rifle case is going to count, count as a piece yeah. of luggage separately. And, and carrying it on is not in the cards. And most airlines aren't going to give you um, that two 
check in bag right. policy. Only south, southwest, southwest does that. So yeah, be, either be prepared to pack really light or very efficiently or buy it at the other end. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, bring some uh, grants with you to, to lay down because it's yeah. going to be, it's going to cost you 58 bucks a throw. So we did, we, we did a few ops during the day together in the, in the urban climate. And there's, there's rubble in the streets. There's uh, window panes that have fallen out of windows that haven't, the glass is not yet broken. They have uh, open flames, but, but mind you, they're fed by a propane uh, for source. Effect, not something for effect, running through. For effect. And they've got a lot of smoke going Lots on. Lots of smoke going Lots on. Lots of smoke. for some, some guys brought it for cover, but the uh, AO itself had this Hollywood smoke going on. Yeah. A couple of downed helicopters. Um, quite quite realistic. It was quite, pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool. They had the little uh, mar- marketplace, and then very... the explosions going off. Although, oh yeah, randomly. Maybe somebody can explain this to me. Yeah, the, ex- the ex- random explosion. Were the explosions, as far as you could tell, ever motivated by anything, I, I or know. was it just noise? I, I, you know, it was just kind of like background noise for effect. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping it would actually have something to do with events occurring in the game. Some of the yeah. storyline. I was never close enough to it when it went off to know, but you could I sure was, hear it. I was fairly close to one of them, and. I, there was nothing going on that would explain it. Yeah. You know, they didn't call out people and say, Hey, you were hit by an airstrike. That's what that noise was. Mm-hmm. It, it was disconnected from the game. One thing I was struck by was the, the discipline of the units. You know, we were told your, your number one job is to do what your some more than immediate. Others. Well, I know. I think they did pretty well. I uh, don't go run around like a cowboy. We, we, our job is to hold this area or our job is to clear this building or our job is whatever. You were given an objective. And it, that was it. It's right. not just shoot whatever moves. Right. And if you find intel, uh, remove it and take it back to the, the fob. And there would be things marked with the Lion's Claw logo. And it could be anything. Yeah, that it could was be part of it. anything. This Lion's Claw logo, it could be, and you needed to look for it. Sometimes it was obvious. Sometimes it would just like look like a piece of junk laying on the ground and you'd find it. So at this point, I could give the ASTM update. Okay. ASTM got an email. They do have a meeting come up in November. Uh, remind folks with who the ASTM is. That's true. A lot of people may not uh, have listened to enough podcasts to know about it. The it originally was American. That's yeah. what the A was for, standards for testing of materials. Okay. But now it's ASTM International. So basically, they're going to set some safety standards. They set safety standards for, for lots of things. But lots it, of industry. But and, and they've extended their tentacles into Airsoft. Yes. So they have the Airsoft Committee. As Dr. Airsoft, I'm a member of that. And then there's some other members, manufacturers, and uh, and insurance industry because they're the ones that insure the fields. And so they have a, a stake in this safety issue. So they're still still working on a standard for field operators and uh, and for eye protection. Still working on it. So that's the update? Yeah, they're still working on it. Okay. Yeah, I just saw the so vote no, from the last thing. In other we words, voted on. nothing to report. Okay. And we still have it's. We don't have it yet. They're so, still working on it. So go out there and go crazy while you still can. I, I guess okay. so. I, I, that's probably the bottom line. Well, that's not how we end the podcast. No. We don't say go crazy while you still can. What do we say? Crazy, well, <laughs> we get what's, what's his name? The uh, the guy that wears the wrestling mask to strong bad. Strong, that's right, strong bad. Well. As always, this is uh, Rangemaster Larry and Dr. Airsoft telling all of you to write often at Mark at Airsoft Medicine or Larry at AirsoftMedicine.com. And, and write especially if you thought you shot me there. If you were there oh, yeah. at Operation Irene and you yeah. think you shot Rangemaster Larry. And 
my red rag was out a lot. Oh, I should have a I full got, mailbox, people. I, I need better footwear. That's what we should talk about. We should talk about footwear because my heels were killing me at the end of that weekend. I hated walking back to respawn on that last day. I, I, I was good. I was wearing a pair of U.S. Marine Corps Danner uh, yeah. issue boots. Oh, man. Good footwear cannot be overemphasized. You need to have something you can It's another show. It, it's a whole show in itself. Let's do that. But also, I want to encourage people. Now, Beast on Gorilla Airsoft Radio, he had his people. He actually stopped the podcast and told them to go and write the review on iTunes so that Gorilla Airsoft Radio would get all of these ratings and comments on iTunes. And it worked. So we also need Airsoft Medicine <laughs> listeners to do that, to stop the podcast now. Go and write your review on iTunes. A lot of you get it through. I know because I see the stats. Write your review. And to those of you who have and did this when we asked for it before, thank you so much. You're helping out. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's a way that you're able to participate and make things better. And thanks for shooting me. Yeah. And, and I'd like to know if people got me too to you know, yeah. write, well, write a note to us. I'll write a note to you. I think I got you after I saw your helmet cam video. I'm pretty sure I did. And you didn't call your head. <laughs> All right. What were you going to remind our listeners to do? As always, this is Dr. Airsoft and Range Master Larry telling all of you to play safely. Spartan Imports Incorporated is one of North America's largest distributors of premium quality airsoft products for military training and recreational purposes. Our major product lines have full warranties, and we offer comprehensive in-house, dealer, and consumer technical support. Among the many brands and items we carry, Spartan Imports is the exclusive distributor of Magpul licensed PTS, airsoft products, Classic Army and Javelin brands of airsoft guns, and Amp Tactical and Mag brands of high-quality airsoft and recreational shooting optics and accessories.